0: This week's question of the week is what is your favorite movie quote?
1: Welcome everybody to the Boob Tube Bingers. We are your hosts. I'm Andy. And I'm Dee. And before we get into everything, I just want to give a disclaimer. If you hear any any heavy breathing, again, it is our pug. She is by the wood stove and Doesn't
0: know how to move.
1: Doesn't she's too lazy to move, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Way too lazy to move. Yep. She's about as round as she is long.
0: That's very true. <laughs> yeah, so, our our youngest daughter calls her a loaf.
1: Yep. That's what she looks like. So if you hear any panting or heavy breathing, no, it's not a pervert. It's our pug. Yes. So just to give you a heads up, and we apologize for it. So what do we got on tap?
0: Well, we're going to be talking about Shaun of the Dead.
1: Okay. That's my favorite movie. Yes.
0: And then we're going to be talking about Truth Seekers.
1: Very good show. Yes. Despite what people say.
0: And then the topic of the week, of course, is Doc Martin.
1: Very good show. Yes. What is your favorite movie, of the, or, uh, movie quote?
0: That would be, You've Got Red on You.
1: I can see that.
0: Mm-hmm. And yours is?
1: Take car, go to Mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester... Have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? And if you know either one of these quotes, let us know on our Facebook page, the Boop Bingers group. And we are also on Twitter, at the Boop Bingers on Twitter. Actually, it's not at the Boop Bingers; It's at Bingers on Twitter. And we are also on Listen Notes, if you want to listen on that platform. Yes, we or, are. Comment on here on Podbean. Let us know. Yes. Oh, I feel like uh, Shane Bidayoff of Watchers. <laughs>
0: Shaun of the
1: Dead. Shaun of the Dead.
0: The best movie ever.
1: Yes, this is this is one of my favorite movies. It stars uh, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, written by Edgar Wright, and it pretty much revolves around. A
0: zombie apocalypse
1: and a tavern. Yes. If you haven't seen it, it's a horror rom-com. Yes. Because Simon is kind of put in the middle of him and his girlfriend broke up because they don't go anywhere, and if they do go somewhere, it's it's
0: always the pub.
1: The pub. And she wanted to go for a nice night out, and and he was talking about bring her to the bringing her to a place with the fishes, and he calls him up. Completely forgot about it. He calls him up. And they have no openings. So it's he calls his girlfriend up, tells her, she goes, Did you make the reservations? He's like, uh, about that. They're they're full up. She's like, Okay. And she's like, Well, where are we going? And he mentions the pub. And she just goes ballistic and they kind of break up from there. And then following that, there's a zombie apocalypse. Yes. And he it's pretty much a survival after that.
0: Yeah, but it's funny along the way.
1: Oh, it is. It is really funny. I mean, this is this is the movie I can I could watch any time of the year. Yes. I mean, there's certain movies that
0: we we have set like times of the year or certain holidays where we prefer to watch certain things, and yeah. this one can be watched any time of the year.
1: I mean, take Halloween for example. Yes, there are people out there that can be like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this. It's it's on right now, and it's January." Mm-hmm. But for me. It's got to be October. All the horror movies in October like that. Yeah. I have a hard time just, oh, it's January or snow's on the ground. Let's watch Halloween. It don't suit it.
0: Yeah, that's that's true.
1: But with Shaun of the Dead, I can watch it anytime. It's just the kids, our kids love it. They're teenagers. You like it.
0: Yes, very much.
1: <laughs> so, and that kind of ties in with our next topic. So if you haven't checked out Shaun of the Dead... It's not going to be for any everybody, just for the fact of there's some British language that here in America we would be taking it really offensive.
0: Yeah, but over there it's just not the same.
1: Yeah, it's like if we drop the F-bomb here, they drop certain words there. Yeah. So it, it may not be for everybody. It's definitely not for kids I'd say under 16. Yeah, use your discretion. Yep, use your discretion, parental discretion. If you think it's all right, then by all means, let them watch it. But yeah, check it out. Shaun of the Dead, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, and these guys, they work so good together.
0: Yeah, they do. They, they really, really do. really
1: do. And for our next topic, mm-hmm. we are watching now, or should I say we have watched it.
0: Yeah, we finished it. It took two days.
1: Yeah, two nights. A few hours one night and a few hours the other night. Yeah. But it's Truth Seekers. So
0: I think it's a really funny show.
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask you what you thought about it.
0: I think it's funny. I like it. It's different than what um Nick Frost and Simon Pegg normally do and I just I like the the spin on it in a way cuz normally you see Simon Pegg as the main character, and Nick Frost takes that role in this show, and I like it.
1: I can agree with that. I mean- They
0: they both do a good
1: job. I hope, I really hope they come out with a second season on it.
0: They better come out with a second season, because they left a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah,
1: they did. (laughs) But this is a, I guess, a review from IMB. Okay. And the person said it was, it's not bad- And I can agree with this person. Amusing enough in a way, and I guess there are worse ways to spend 30 minutes at the end of the day, but it doesn't really hit the mark as a comedy or a horror. That's probably down to the fact that it was sold to us as a Simon Pegg, Nick Frost series. We know how good they are together. Unfortunately, they're hardly ever in the same scene together, and that's a big letdown, and the reason why it doesn't quite work. In fact, Simon Pegg looks like he's doing someone a favor by being in it. Maybe he was. His name next to Nick Frost certainly got me to take a look.
0: Yeah, see, yeah, I can totally agree with that too. But I can also say that I think it's worth watching because I...
1: Oh, it is. Definitely yeah, worth I, watching. I like... I like both the actors as well. Yeah. and But if you ever seen a Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movie together...
0: Yeah, you know that they're always yeah, it's in like, the scene together. They're yep, hardly apart.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they, they feed off each other. They work off each other. Yeah, and they're and really... They're good at it.
0: Yeah, they're good together.
1: And see, this... It is a good movie, It is or a good show. It's on Amazon Prime.
0: hmm
1: And... Isn't
0: I, it an Amazon Prime original?
1: I believe so. Yeah. And the thing is, though, this person's right. You don't see them... You'll see them in the same room together.
0: A very few times, I mean. Yeah,
1: and what it is is, Nick Frost works for Smile, quote unquote, and which is a internet company or a Wi-Fi company in England. Yes. And Simon Pegg pretty much started the company. By the way, it sounds they both did it together, something like that. Okay. But they started the company and that's the only time you see them two together is when Nick's got to go to the office or something, which is really weird because- we're so used to seeing them together in like, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Paul, The World's End, mm-hmm. and to see them not working together,
0: it's really strange. It is strange, yeah.
1: But it also shows that
0: they can do it separately.
1: Yeah, Nick and Nick Frost yeah. can do his own thing, and I enjoy the heck out of both of them.
0: Oh yeah, I, I do mean,
1: too. Just and
0: I mean, um, Simon Pegg has been in movies, and Nick Frost hasn't been in them. Uh, there's that one romance. I'm trying to remember what it was called.
1: Walter in the Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he wasn't in that.
1: By the film. way, that's another good movie to watch.
0: <laughs> but but Nick Frost is not in no. that
1: movie. I mean, Simon Pegg was in Mission Impossible too.
0: No, yeah, or that's not true.
1: Mission Impossible two, but the Mission Impossible series.
0: Yeah. And then.
1: But seeing Nick Frost was also on his own in. I think it was a. Uh, a Netflix original?
0: He was also in... Um, Fighting
1: With My Family? Yes. Which is another good show. Yes, it is. Movie. Or movie? Yeah. yeah.
0: But he, he was also in, I believe, um, Snow White and the Huntsman. He was one of the dwarves.
1: Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So... And, and he kind of looked like a, a garden gnome walking around in this one. Yes, he did. <laughs> That's
0: the first thing our, our oldest daughter said. He looks like a gnome.
1: <laughs> yep. He did. I mean... He's got the vest on, the short, the knee high shorts on. Yep. And he's a, he's a big guy. If you don't know what Nick Frost looks like, he's not really tall.
0: No, he's kind of stocky.
1: Yeah, but he's walking around. He's got this big bushy beard, glasses, uh, like a fisherman's wool cap on, and he looks like a garden gnome.
0: Yeah, he does. He he really does.
1: And what the whole show is about, it's pretty much a spoof on ghost hunters. Yeah. and Yeah, it's a spoof on ghost hunters. And it kind of made me think about TAPS, the Atlantic Paranormal Society, because on that TV show, uh, the TAPS crew at the time, before they broke up, Grant and Jason were plumbers for Roto-Rooter, so they had the plumber van.
0: Yep, yep.
1: And in this show-
0: They have the Wi-Fi van. They
1: got the Wi-Fi <laughs> van. So it, it's a spoof on ghost hunting. It's kind of a Doctor Who-ish I would say, because there's some weird things that just happen. Yeah, there are. Like one scene was, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a World War II soldier who was on night watch mm-hmm. and yeah, Nick was a- Frost was listening to this um, radio frequency and would keep spitting out numbers, one, 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 one. And then it started going like one, five, one, five, one, five.
0: Yeah. And then it was one, five, nine, seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they got a call because there was a hotel that was supposed to be the most haunted hotel in England. Yeah. And they couldn't get any Wi-Fi signals to the room. So they got a call to go there, and in the basement was this huge machine. And it flashed back to where it was a World War soldier that was on night patrol, night watch, for the German airplane bombers to come over. Yeah. And they started coming over. And that's the coordinates he was given. Yeah. He was falling down, and then lightning struck, killed the guy. But somehow his soul or whatever got sucked into the machine, and
0: yeah, and he was stuck in there apparently until
1: they re- until they told him that the war is over, we won, you did a hell of a job, yeah, you, you can, can go can now. move on. Yep. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth the watch. It is. It may not be for everybody again.
0: That's very true. I mean, everything is, everything has its, um, it's an acquired taste.
1: It is, but it's still. I mean, if you're fans fans of uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, I think you should give it a shot. Give it a shot. And yes, the ending did leave on a cliffhanger. We are not going to tell you what the ending is. No, we're not. No. There's... But it made you go. It made me go. What the hell?
0: Yeah. Everybody in the house was like, "Come on."
1: yeah you can't leave it like that
0: <laughs> there better be a second season because I if hope there so. isn't I'm gonna be so disappointed I
1: am too I hope so um and by the way it was sounding Nick Frost I was reading reading into it and there was a little thing Nick Frost was talking about and they are thinking about hopefully thinking about doing another series you would like to yeah. I mean, well, you can't, you can't, for it. yeah, you can't leave a show hanging like that and just say, walk away from it and say, eh, <laughs> yeah. it was fun while it lasted. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's made up of, like we said, Nick Frost is a Wi Fi specialist or whatever. There is a guy, Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> and he joins the crew. And when they start talking about things, he's like, oh, that tree is such and such. He's like, how did you know that? Well, I worked for a gardener for a summer. Yeah. I mean, this guy's had millions of jobs, but he, when
0: it, He knows a little bit of everything yeah. in every episode, and they're like, huh?
1: And then things start clicking. Nick Frost is realizing who this person is, and it's not who he is. So he asked him, finally comes out and asks them later on, what's your name? <laughs> he goes, my real name's Lionel Richie. Hello. <laughs> 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 like, what the hell? Oh,
0: yeah. But yes, it
1: is def- definitely worth a shot. Give it a shot. So yeah, that's Truth Seekers. It's on Amazon Prime, and I really hope it's not going to be one of those things of you get the first season free and then you got to pay for it afterwards. Yeah,
0: that would really suck.
1: Yeah. Just just the scenery of the show itself.
0: It's beautiful. Sells it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it, I want to go there so bad. And you can go to this little town yep. in this show.
1: Port Wen in Cornwall, England. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a beautiful area?
0: Gorgeous, right by it, the ocean.
1: Look it up, and you can actually go and see Doc Martin's house, Yeah, where where the filming took place. Doc Martin is played by Martin Clunes. He's a London-based surgeon who moves to the seaside village of Port Wen where he becomes the area's local general practitioner. He was raised in the area by his Aunt Joan, played by Stephanie Cole. And at first, the reason for him leaving his high-paid job is unclear, but later on is found to be because of a phobia. He meets many of the locals, and his situation is made worse by his lack of bedside manner. Doc Martin is gruff, abrupt, and intolerant. This is not only with his work, but with his life. Louisa Glasson, played by Caroline Katz, the local school headmistress and Doc Martin are attracted to each other, despite their awkwardness, and slowly develop a, a relationship. Yes. So that's the plot summary for Doc Martin. This guy, I will say this guy, is very eccentric. He is, yeah. I mean, he has no problem telling people to shut up. <laughs> no, he does he, he don't. <laughs> he really <I> mean,
0: doesn't.
1: <laughs> and one, we were just watching it. I've watched it many times before, and it's funny because- my aunt turned us on to this show.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: And she used to watch it on PBS. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Well, I gotta give that show a watch." And yeah, it it has a spot.
0: It does. It does.
1: But like like I said in the beginning, it's just the scenery because there are a lot of shots outside. There is in yeah. this little Cornish town. And if you don't really know where Cornwall is. Look at a map of England, it's gonna be at the eight o'clock position of the UK. And it is it is a beautiful area. Would love to go there and visit. Oh yeah. But the show is just quirky people. Yeah. It's got one cop in the town. One of my favorite parts in it though, is you could see him and Louisa. This is where he doesn't give give a crap about telling people what he thinks. They're in the there was the scene where they're in the cab. And what happened was one of the students at the school, they were outside playing and a bully grabbed his leg and he pulled his leg out from underneath them, and he fell off this makeshift jungle gym, I'd call it. Yeah. So the kid ended up falling like on his chest and his side. Yeah. Off another part of the equipment. And come to find out he had ruptured his spleen. The mother was having a, a horrible panic attack. Yeah, cause she, she was, was
0: prone to him anyway.
1: Yeah. And she was on the floor. And the school teacher went there because she got the phone call and it was a heavy breather. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she...
0: It dawned on her.
1: Yeah, she was starting to fall back asleep and it dawned on her that she knew who it was. So she rushed over to the house, called Doc Martin. They went over, got everything taken care of. But there's a scene where they're coming back in the taxi cab and she puts her hand down in the middle of the seats. And Doc Martin puts his hand down. And you could see he's like inching over, inching over with his hand, and then he almost touches her hand, and then he kind of pulls away, and then he finally does touch his her hand with his hand, mm-hmm. and she reaches over, turns over, and kisses him. And the first thing, instead of just living in the moment yeah. <laughs> and just taking it all in and enjoying it, was, I expect you have a regular dental hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, what the hell? She had that <laughs> look on her face. <laughs> and then the scene after that was he's getting dropped off in the field next to Port Wen and he's walking home.
0: <laughs> yep. She kicked him out. <laughs>
1: yep. But it's just, it's a great, mo- great, great show.
0: Yeah. I enjoy it.
1: Yep. The kids enjoy it. I mean, there are some.
0: There's moments where you might not want your children to watch.
1: Yeah, there's no F-bombs. No no f bombs, um I can't remember if there's any nudity in it. I don't think so. I
0: don't think so,
1: no, but I mean, there's the s word they drop the s word in there mm mm-hmm. but um, it's just a great show to watch yeah, it is i would I would recommend it to anybody you got what is his name l large
0: and um, I think that's the last name,
1: yeah, he's a plumber, so yeah, you got l large the plumber. And him is, him and his kid at the beginning are helping Doc Martin get things set up.
0: And <laughs> they flood the practice. Yeah, he
1: floods the practice. Doc Martin walks into his practice and there's just a waterfall running everywhere.
0: Yeah, right in the doorway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's horrible. But yeah, it it's quite funny to they have a good um a good writer.
1: Yep, they do. And the other thing that's funny about it is there's a dog that hangs around the practice. Oh, yeah. And he's always just yelling at this dog, get out of here, get the hell out of here. And
0: Brings him out to the middle of nowhere, Brings yep. him to the cop stations, like <laughs> get
1: rid of this dog. Calls the cop up and tells his secretary, call the cop, let him know that there's a very dangerous, vicious dog here.
0: Yeah.
1: I want him <laughs> dead. <laughs> and it's like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you look at it, he is a he's like this is alter ego because he's a huge pet lover.
0: Yeah, he loves animals. He's got quite a few and Yep. If you tune into other shows, he's actually got um couple of shows. Yeah, they're kind of like um in a way
1: National Geographic National
0: Geographic or
1: Animal Planet style.
0: Yeah. Type yeah. things.
1: But yeah, and the, and the funny thing though with this series is it's credit, credited um, from the 2000 movie, Saving Grace. And in the movie, his name is Dr. Martin Bamford. And the backstory and the personalities are are different, though. Okay. So I did not know that. We didn't check know that, that either. One out. So, but yeah, if you haven't seen Doc Martin, that is one to check out.
0: Yes. We strongly recommend that
1: you watch it. It's worth the binge. It is. It is. Um and thank you for joining us. Yes. And next week we will be talking about uh, Mash. Very good show. A very good show. And again check us out on Twitter at Tbingers or
0: um, and on our, our Facebook group, the BoobTube Bingers.
1: Yep, and listen notes, we're also on there and leave a comment on Podbean about your favorite movie quote or if you know the quote from the beginning of the show. Yeah. Either one of them. So until then, have a good one.
0: Thanks for joining us.
1: And we'll catch you on the next one.